Hey, hey, the Dukes are trying to corner the market. They know something. I can feel it. Let's get in on it. Move it! Not yet. Almost. Now. South Dawn in April of 142! That's not right. How can the price be going down? Something's wrong. Where's Wilson? What are they doing here? They're selling, Mortimer. Well, that's ridiculous. Unless that crop report... God help us! I told you we shouldn't have committed everything, you asshole! I gotta get Wilson and tell him to sell! Wilson, where are you going? Oh, you idiot! Get back in there at once and sell! Sell! But I... I, I just... I... Valentine. Hey, how'd you make out today? How could you do this to us after everything we've done for you? Oh, see, I made Lewis a bet here. He Lewis bet me that we couldn't both get rich and put you on the poorhouse at the same time. He didn't think we could do it. I won. I lost. One dollar. Thank you, Lewis. After you. Certainly. <laughs> Now, more real fake facts from the Geek Out Heroes. Real fake fact, Doom is actually just a extreme Christian simulator. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's... <laughs> Doom guy, savior of us all, right there. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't even, I can't even argue it. It's because it's a simulator because in the future, we're going to have to colonize Mars. And when we get there, there's going to be a lot of demons. And we're going to have to make sure we wipe them all out. <laughs> In true Christian fashion, we're going to save them from themselves. Right. That's <laughs> right. The, f the fun thing with that is if you look at it as that, like, are they actually demons or are they just people that aren't Christian? Oh, yeah. Are they, are they just non-Christian people saving their own land from this invader? <laughs> that's pretty scary. You're the bad guy. In hell on earth, that's just their retribution towards us. <laughs> I got nothing. Which, this, if that were the case, this wouldn't change anything for Josiah. <laughs> no, Josiah would say, you mean I'm actually fighting for the Empire? <laughs> <laughs> then let's get this started. Well, it's a well-known fact, Sonny Jim, that there's a secret society of the five wealthiest people in the world, known as the Pentaveret, mm. who run everything in the world, including the newspapers, and meet tri-annually at a secret country mansion in Colorado known as the Meadows. So who's in this Pentaveret? The Queen, the Vatican, the Gettys, the Rothschilds, and Colonel Sanders before he went tits up. Oh, I hated the colonel with his wee beady eyes and that smug look on his face. Oh, you're gonna buy my chicken. Oh, Dad, how can you hate the colonel? Because he puts an addictive chemical in his chicken that makes you crave it fortnightly smart arse. Interesting. Cuckoo.
You stand before a door. You unlock it with the key of rational thought and common sense. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of lunacy, laughter, and logic. You're now moving into a land of both bullshit and fact about movies, video games, and nerd culture. You've just crossed over into the Geek Out Heroes podcast. Listeners, we're going to do something a little bit different with our with our intro. I'm going to introduce the men that I'm I'm doing this with because they're very special to me and they have very many properties that I want you to know about. In one mic, we have Christopher Miles. Miles is a man that literally his name Miles is because he can run miles at a time. It is unreal. Like people have sat there and said, you know, I can do a five minute miles. Yeah, he can do a five mile minute. That's insane, isn't it? And on top of that, the man's constitution is so good, he could probably eat your dog, your cat, and your wife out at the same time. Not necessarily in the same fashion. And then on this other mic, I have an Italian stallion. What we have here is Brian Lochisano. Now, we all call him Loch. Now, most of you don't know this, but Loch is actually Italian for lunch because this man is the full package. So that's right, ladies. When you open up this sack lunch, you're going to sit there and go, oh my gosh. When he stands there in front of you, it's going to make your heart palpitate. If you're a man looking at him too long, you may find yourself completely impotent. And I don't know much about plate tectonics or anything, but you might even find yourself incontinent. So I myself, I am Michael Vargo. What you don't know about me is a lot. It could fit in an entire encyclopedia. Why? Because most of it would be made up, but still it would be very interesting. <laughs> and it would also just be the, uh, the V <laughs> compendium. <laughs> I would be the addition that Joey would buy in French. <laughs> You'd find him before Vesuvius. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. Oh, this is Vargo. God. Miles. This is Lutch. I- so, <laughs> listeners, this week... <laughs> you, you just have to hold on for like another hour, man. You can do it. I believe in you. I, I just <laughs> it's going to be fine. That, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You'll be fine. Trust me. You've right. got you you've got that sausage constitution like everybody else out, out there in the the, the Italians <laughs> it, Italians Italian Italians you guys have islands right <laughs> <laughs> the Isles of Italy it's not just a boot <laughs> the Isles the kick of rocks Italy. of the boot the kick rocks of the boot <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a boot <laughs> listeners this week some weird things have been going on especially in the stock market so. What I want you to think about is the fact that GameStop, everyone knows what GameStop is. We've been sitting there talking about how GameStop, you know, they should just go out of business. None of their practices are good. And this is all true. But for some reason, their stock just started to extremely climb very fast like no one had ever seen before. And you might be sitting there going, oh my gosh, did they finally figure out their own business? Did they finally change themselves into something that actually makes fucking sense? And we can all tell you, no, that is not what happened. (laughs) What did happen is you had a lot of people who sat there and said, you know what? I'm sick and tired of this stock market bullshit. I've been looking at it forever. And all these guys are fucking shysters. The bunch of bastards are out there making money off of fucking nothing, off of making shit up. And sitting there going, you know what? I like to live in Neverland too, so I'm going to make up shit too. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get all my friends together. We're going to buy up all of the stock. We're going to increase the price and no one's going to be able to take it from us because we're going to hold the line, fellas. You have to hold the line. Freedom. <laughs> Everyone bought all this stock and the stock goes way, way up. And everyone's going, oh my gosh, look at this. People, regular people are playing the market. They're actually making this happen. They're making shit up like everybody out there. And they're screwing over the big guy. All those hedge fund fucks are getting the shaft for a change. Yeah. And what happens? Big tech corporations get together and make sure that that shit stops as quickly as possible. It's so bad that the stock market actually had to stop running. Briefly. And then they sat there and said, oh, well, we can't really do that. So what we're going to do is we're going to have all of these apps turn off their options to buy stock. They can sell stock because they're assholes, but they can't buy it. But all the hedge fund fucks who have the inside track and actually go through the system, they can buy as much as they want. And they can sell as much as they want. So we won't close it off to everyone, just these people, you know, the regular folk. So. Is that what actually happened? They actually did shut it off so where you couldn't buy? Yeah, well, so what happened was the stock market actually sat down and said, look, we're going to have to close down in order to stop all of this. And if, if, we, if we don't stop it, it could cause major problems. Now, they don't tell anybody that it was major problems for themselves, not everyone else. Instead of doing that, what they did was in, they had all of the applications that people go through. So like uh, the, the big one right now in name is uh, Robinhood. This app that's completely designed to try and undercut these people on the stock market who have been buying and selling everything and everyone has to pay them these huge commissions, forced them to lower their commissions so that they could actually compete with an app that people were using openly. So it was free stock trading. It turned you into a stockbroker, essentially. What happened was after all of this nonsense, the Robinhood app closed down and told people, you can't buy stock through us. You can sell it. Now, if you can't buy stock, how the fuck are you selling it? Well, because the stock market's still open and everyone else on the other end can still buy your stock. This caused a freeze, uh, a, what they call a, a short squeeze. And it caused the numbers that GameStop was seeing, which was, I think, a maximum of like $450 or something like that. It was stupid. Go way down, and it drops to like $150 bucks in, in like just a few hours. So it hits $150, and this, this causes like a slight panic from everyone because everyone goes, oh my gosh, my stock is just is worth almost what I paid for originally. It's, you know, only, hundred, uh, you know, only like $50 more than what I paid for it. But... That's just a, it's, that's a smokescreen. What happened was, as soon as that happened, the stock started to climb immediately afterwards. Why? Because these hedge fund guys were starting to buy stock again from the people panicking. And that's why you had the, the, the whole trend of hold the line, because what is actually happening is people are making sure that they, if they hold on to the stock, these hedge fund people have to sit there on, their, like, on what they've borrowed. And since they've borrowed a lot of stock and a lot of money, they have to actually give it back or sell it back. And the only way that they make money is buying it for less and then selling it back. Yeah, and you can also take a loss on it too. It's a huge gamble. I've seen the reports. It's a, I, I, last I saw it was upwards. Of, it cost hedge funds upwards of $70 billion. Yeah, DeFranco showed like a small breakdown of what it, how it went like with them borrowing and everything. Where if they bought it, they got it for like 10 bucks. But they, if they actually rose and you only borrow, you're actually losing money technically for it going up. 
like you're because you, you're gonna have to sell the mm. money you already borrowed. You're you're not making much of a profit. It was something weird like that. It's like it, it's almost like the reverse of how it normally is. Yeah, so, so I was, kind of I was actually telling Miles like, like a, a really good That's breakdown a, is actually listeners. Even if you don't like the guy, he does a really good breakdown of what actually took place. Uh, and how this works. And that's Ben Shapiro. He actually goes through and does a chart and shows you exactly where where they bought and what happens with the hedge fund managers. So these hedge fund guys, what they do is they end up buying a bunch of a bunch of the stock at low at a va- vastly low cost. And uh, that's after they've already borrowed like borrowed stock options in order to do that. So they've borrowed and then they sell and, and then they sell. They take that money and then they buy more of that stock so that they don't cost so that it doesn't end up costing them anything in the end they actually make money back for back and forth right if, if i go through the whole process we'll spend way too much time on this podcast going through it but if you want to know like how that works there's a lot of places on uh, youtube that have actually gone through and explained all it how like all how that works and all it does is reinforce the one thing that i've been saying about the stock market for years which is it's just made up it's fucking nonsense like People it's are literally, shite. yeah, people, it's shite. It. People it's are shite. sitting there, like, like people are just li- <laughs> literally going out there and they're, they're saying, look, this is what I have. This is what I'm doing. What is happening here is uh, uh, the stock market for this company is low and it's, it's going to do really terrible. And it causes the stock to just decline for no fucking reason other than the fact that some asshole convinced everyone else out there that it's doing bad. This is the equivalent of me being back in high school and telling everybody after I got a C on a test, telling everybody in school, look, I actually got an A. The school's wrong. <laughs> what happened was... And I, and I just basically explained everything of like why I actually deserved an A. And everyone goes, oh my gosh, that's right. And because of everyone's collective belief, suddenly at the end of the year, I actually got an A on that test somehow. It corrects my grade. Like, does, a, does that make any fucking sense to anyone? No. So it's, it's just, it's no fucking sense has been made. And the best thing you can hope for from all of this is that this one exposes how companies have tried to control the market. And two, how the market is just full of, it's, it's just fucking bollocks. I'm, I'm, bullocks. I'm waiting for the, the main shareholders of GameStop to turn around and be like, oh, we're worth this much now. I'm just going to sell and bail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, well, I can see this being the end of GameStop because if it shows a lot of, like when this is all, when the dust settles, I guess is the best way to put it. And this shines a really bad negative light on a lot of things. Uh, GameStop's gonna end up being like, in other words, like that scapegoat, and this could actually do more damage to GameStop, and they're already fucking hurting. Like, I mean, they're closing brick and mortar stores. If left they and stay right. at this stock you know, price, I think they lost Thinky. If they stay at this stock price, they're not gonna be in trouble any longer. Yeah, but if it crashes, <laughs> I it, my thing is just like of all fucking companies, GameStop. Like what was it that all of a sudden triggered? <laughs> well, there, there's GameStop. It was happening with more than just GameStop, but GameStop was the primary one. You had it also happening with AMC, false currency companies, you know, Bitcoin kind of things. Yeah, they were saying that like Not crypto, like cryptocurrency. Yeah, cryptocurrency. Like they were saying like Bitcoin. Yeah, like there crypto, you go. Cryptocurrency was like uh, <laughs> going through the fucking roof all of a sudden, like just out of nowhere, <laughs> and then GameStop is. You know, next thing you know, GameStop stock and their shares are like, it's just so weird. I know. I wish all my game, my stock was had been in GameStop six days ago. (laughs) 
<laughs> so here, like, here's something that's really funny. If you ever want to know, too bad my trade-ins didn't go there. <laughs> if you ever want to know just how <laughs> fucked up everything is, you know when something when somebody has really fucked up is when you have people who have been arguing the entire time and actually probably despise each other come together and go, you know what? Fuck this shit. Well, we're gonna take everything that we've been doing against each other. We're gonna put it aside and we're gonna focus on these fucks because these fucks. These fucks need to be fucked with. And that's what's happening with you have you have AOC and you have Ted Cruz who's sitting there Sanders. going, All right, well, uh, you know, you claimed that I that I somehow had attempted murder on you. I claim that you're a raving fucking bitch. But what we're gonna do is I'm gonna put all of that aside and I'm gonna agree with you on Twitter openly. And people are gonna go, What is this the same Ted Cruz? Did somebody take his fucking account? And it's gonna be no. What's actually happened is, it lo as long as this is a distraction from the rest of us doing our actual job, we're going to go after these guys. Right. That's when you know you yeah, fucked it up. it fucking made me laugh my ass off when I saw AOC and Bernie Sanders rooting for it. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I was like, you're, you're basically part of that fucking class. Yep. Right. <laughs> England rooting for the Vikings when they go and sack France. <laughs> oh, they, they're gonna come back for you <laughs> you're close you're pretty much right i think that's my biggest thing why what was it that all of a sudden just triggered that had to be that had to happen in some way some shape some form that's how it had to go down like I think somebody it, i think somebody got a hold of one of the hedge funds um uh, records as far as like what their uh their uh their options were and uh mm -hmm. basically wound up being able to take advantage of oh yeah it's a total ma manipulation that's of what it came down to yeah it, it's totally manipulation of it but it just kind of caught me off guard mm. like all of a sudden that's all you're hearing about like really this is i mean not even what i i mean i think we, even on the last two podcasts we were saying how long is it going to be before gamestop goes completely to shit <laughs> so what's going what are you done what what are you done get off the fucking mic no this is vertigo this You're is not, not me get off the fucking no, mic no get off the fucking mic you weren't even here i was i was here for the people you're an asshole God, what a dick all right so welcome to the geek out heroes this is vargo i guess you guys are going to do your regular intro so what's been going on with the uh it's like do you guys want to start talk about what's going on with the stock market <laughs> Now we got it. We're good. <laughs> now we're good. We're good. Did he already cover that shit? Sure did. This is going to be like the time he tried to get Siri synced up with my car and none of it fucking worked. <laughs> and then Siri, and then he tried to switch the settings over to freaking Scottish settings, which on top of that, now Siri doesn't understand me. And she's, and she's hostile. fucking hostile. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps yelling about freedom and shit. I like <laughs> Hold the line. Just fucking nonsense. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> All I did was tell him, hey, can you go downstairs and set stuff up? I'm going to be down there in a minute. Just tell the guys to hold off. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm a little late, but just grabbing some, you know, grabbing some breakfast. And he's fucking doing the show for me. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> With that, all that nonsense going on, a lot of people were were. You know, talking about it, and what's what's really funny is the the fact that I saw all of that, uh, you know, GameStop 
nonsense coming through on on my feeds. I'm going GameStop. I'm like, why the fuck is everybody talking about GameStop? Fucking start reading all this stuff. I'm like, this is fucking bonkers. This is great. Uh, so you know, yeah. hats off to that group for for coming up with that. The one thing, did he cover the whole like them being censored uh, on? Yeah, it's on a Reddit. Reddit. Was it wasn't it uh, a Reddit? Team? Okay, so yeah, he didn't he didn't cover it. Yeah, it was it was yeah. So I don't get I don't understand why a Reddit group out of all these. I, like I said, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like just out of nowhere. Well, so it's a it's a Reddit group that uh, goes by uh, Wall, Wall Street, Street bets. bets, and uh, they were essentially they put together a entire uh, list of essentially uh, to tell their their right. uh, members how the stock market works, and telling them if you want to do if we want to really manipulate the stock market, this is what we have to do, and uh, explaining to them what the hedge fund managers do and what right. the actual stockbrokers do essentially giving away company secrets if you want to put it that way and saying you know hey this is how they manipulate the stock market all the time and they treat it like it's like it's a goddamn casino only diff- the difference is is that they rig the casino in their favor so here's what we're going to do and they li- list it out like the the different things that they that their you know objectives are and what what to do in certain situations after this is posted, you know, the whole thing starts blowing up and uh, Reddit decides that, oh, what they've posted is hate speech. <laughs> and everyone went, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's <laughs> I don't think you guys know what hate means. <laughs> like, this is the equivalent of, oh, well, if you don't agree with it, call the person racist. Yeah. Or if you're trying to make yourself sound more moral right. you call the person racist and that that immediately makes you the more moral person the yeah, moral you're, party. you're trying to be the bigger guy about um it. more woke yeah exactly uh and that's that's what that's what happened with reddit reddit essentially sat sat there and said hey we're going to take a page from facebook and twitter's be and, and twitter and just call this hate speech and boot them off of our platform because i'm sure people on reddit are probably you know associated with a lot of the stock market mm-hmm. given how reddit works so, uh, after that happened, additionally, Discord did the same thing. And I went, hmm. So, listeners, remember last week when I told you that when uh, tech companies start coordinating together, uh, you need to start really wondering what the fuck's actually going on? Well, tech companies are coordinating with each other in order to make sure that people can't, one, talk about this stuff, and two, make sure or to make sure that people don't know how it was done. All right. Uh, by the people who did it, right? So that's fucking weird. Um, you know, we we've already had we've already had weird shit going on with Facebook and Twitter. We've got the FBI uh, arresting people for memes that they make, and now we have uh, big other big tech companies making sure that people can't trade stocks and can't talk about it with yeah. each other, can't coordinate with one another. Something weird is going on. And people need to kind of wake up and realize, you know what, uh, it, listeners, if you want to be the real woke, the real woke is realizing that the entire system is rigged against you. Yeah. That your your corporations that we have, you know, kind of depend on for certain things, have a monopoly in certain in, in all these areas and are making sure that we can't become as powerful as they are. Because this shows off like just how powerful the people are. When, when the people can come together and do this, even if GameStop collapses 
and these people lose their money. Like all of them have said they they went in knowing that this could happen. Yeah. Knowing that it could collapse, that they could lose all their money. It was basically the, this is the greatest strike against wall street that has ever existed. And it was done in a matter of days. They did more to this than, than what Occupy Wall Street did the entire existence. Right. Yeah. And it's exposing all this corruption. Right. Well, and the, they did it the way it should have always been done. You hit them where it hurts, and that's their wallet. And that's exactly yeah, what they did. Absolutely. And everything is just, like, like I said, I, I just think it's so weird, especially if you, you know, being in the geek culture or even, I mean, there's a lot of people who do these podcasts and everything. Some of their first jobs were at GameStop. You know, I mean, me and Miles used to work at GameStop. Yeah. I was a manager there. Miles was a manager there at one point. Or, you know, whatever. It, it, it's like, it's funny because, like, you and me used to joke around about, like, this company's falling apart. This company's falling apart. Yeah, even when we were working there. And me and Miles used to always yeah. talk about it, you know. Yeah, kept making bad call after yeah, bad call. Yeah, bad call. I mean, like, they kept yeah. trying to branch out, which was a good idea. But it was just... It, but that was about it. But they were just like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, me and Miles could tell you stories for days about, you know, sitting in meetings and them pitching these ideas to make the company better and we're just sitting here going dude these are going to fall flat like there's just nothing around this like there's nothing that's going to help this model or anything yeah. like that and, and me and miles have sat through it saying how long do you get it well, i give it a year and it's done yeah and or they'll do this promotion for about six months to raise money to help generate yeah. sales and yeah they're going to be done you know we we've sat in meetings like that for years yeah, and now all of a sudden, GameStop's like closing brick and mortar stores. They're shutting down everything left and right. You know, they can't make a profit to save their fucking life. Digital's taking over. Yeah, physical copies now. You know, um, even GameStop's realizing it, and they're trying to push the digital front more and everything like that. And then all of a sudden, they're they're on their way out the door. I mean, it's literally like they had one foot in the grave, and then out of nowhere. They're like, yeah, let's use GameStop as an example to pick up the stock market. Yeah. And you're just like, what? Like, of all companies, like, it's just so weird to me. Yeah. yeah. And in, they've actually been doing it with more than just GameStop. GameStop is the, the dr- most drastic uh, increase, but they've also been doing it with American Airlines. Uh, tons well, of tons of failing uh, corporations one, that are literally well, failing. The, the, the second biggest one was uh, AMC Theaters. I think is what they said. It was yep. the biggest draft. The second yeah, it's, it's much smaller in scale in comparison, but it's still a massive boost. Yeah, there's people yeah. who are cashing out. Well, the re- the I reason think- why this is needs to be brought up, uh, with, especially with with within the government, is the fact that do you see how messed up the system is? Like this system isn't based. Like the stock market listeners back when the stock market crashed long, long ago, the crash was because companies weren't selling anything. Like they, the, the price of, of certain things went dramatically through the fucking floor because there was nothing selling. We weren't in, we weren't having to do Matt as much industry. We weren't looking and expanding as much. Our country had become so fucking isolated that we weren't even doing a lot of trade. I mean, granted the fact is, is there were, there was a lot of tensions overseas. Let's be honest. Right. So that makes sense. As a result, like you had all these things coming together and it caused the stock market to, to, to fall. It had nothing to do with word of mouth, with people saying that, oh, this company is doing terribly. It was literally based off of the right. numbers and that was it. So when things were based solely off of the numbers, the stock market crashed and you haven't seen a crash like that except for, you know, after the World Trade Center for good reason. It's called the World Trade Center for a fucking reason. So you haven't seen a, a natural crash like that since you haven't seen a natural tra- uh, like crash well i mean then. 
And the reason is because everything's everything after that started getting fueled by, oh, well, word of mouth. And people would say one thing. That's why that whole thing of uh, that whole thing became became questionable with Activision when they're, you know, they, they talked about how they were going to do a buyback and a buyback is where they buy back their own stock, causing their stock to go right, up in yeah. price. Yeah. And and it, it makes the, it makes the company. Right. Yay, <laughs> <laughs> Activision, uh, like they they they've all been doing this and uh Activision I think was the the most recent big one because they had just started a rumor of doing a buyback and people started buying up stock causing the stock to go up and they decided against the buyback. Right. But it raised their stock tremendously and made the CEO I think 20 million dollars. Yeah. More that year and I sat there going this is fucking shady. When somebody just says something and it causes a value to go up, that doesn't make well, like any the fucking thing, sense. I, I think the, the funniest part about it is that, you know, if someone, if that was the case, why wait? Like, I, like you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of weird because all of a sudden you're just like, you know, the whole word of mouth. If it is word of mouth, why all of a sudden? Why now? Why, why was it so important to do that now? What, what, what triggered something to have this happen? I, mean, I think it was just the fact that since the since the stock market's been falling, like been falling overall, the stock market has been falling overall uh, since the ele- or since the election uh, results actually came in. Stocks everywhere started right. going down, and that, that listeners, that's not unusual. No, especially after an election, uh, it's it's completely. I just want to point normal. out, but the thing is, is like, be, yeah, because because the stock was going down on everything, it was kind of one of those things of like this is the prime time right. to buy, and. I think this group probably had been putting this together for quite some time. Like, okay, how are we going to do this? And been thinking about it. Like what, like literally looking at the stock market and going, which companies are the well, ones we're right, going to buy right. from and trying to figure that out. Like they had a strategy. It wasn't just like randomly, like one day they're like, Oh, we're going to wake up. We're going to buy GameStop. It was like, this was coordinated. Oh, yeah. oh no, I'm not saying, year, I'm not saying it's, at least. it's just the way it's coming across. So, like, and, and, you know, news outlets and new me- news media will, will do this all day and all night. Oh, yeah. But the way they were making it out, I was like, this was like an overnight thing. Like, all of a sudden, you're just sitting here. And, and to us, yes, it was an overnight thing. Because we were not on the yeah. inside. We're not on that group. We're not part of that Reddit team. Or It's it's kind of crazy because you have people who are planning this for, I mean, this could have been planned for years. This could have been planned for months. What was smart about yeah. it was the fact that they kept their mouth shut. Like they didn't say anything. There was no hints being dropped. Anything, even on that yeah. subreddit page, or well, no, they talked about it. Like it's throughout their Reddit. It's throughout yeah, their Reddit page. Like they, there's literally a, a no, but oh, they, okay. even before that, there was there was there's literally a an entire track record of them talking about this stuff. Like this isn't something that's that's just like oh yeah, it just dropped today. Like that that's the the original post is what was taken down. Because it's was normal for during the election period when the election is over and the powers are you know, changing over for the stocks to flu- the stock stock market, sorry, to fluctuate. It that's just normal. That's just that happens all the time. Every every time during the Yeah, sometimes it goes, it goes up, sometimes it goes down. It depends down. on it the election. Really, it really does listeners, it really does depend on uh on the election, the party Yeah, and, that always and changes. That always every every and that's why everybody was like, Oh, you know, it, it's because of this. No, that happens every time there's an election, guys. That that just happens. It's just the sudden drasticness that doesn't normally happen. Like it, it's a subtle dip or it's a subtle rise. It's not yeah. like all of a sudden fucking GameStop out of everybody is like more powerful. <laughs> you know, their stocks are worth more than Amazon all of a sudden. Like that just doesn't happen. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that 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 whole thing happened just right. because of the buy or right. just because of the buyback. Like essentially what they what these what these guys did was they 
triggered a what what is basically a buyback, and they bought all this fucking stock, causing the price to go up. And all these hedge fund managers went, "Oh shit, we this is this is going to kill us." Yeah, this is this isn't what we mm-hmm. what we had planned at all because they had planned for the stock to continue to going down, and they've been planning. Yeah, this the lowest forever. was at like what four bucks because of that. I think it was like per share, per stock, or whatever. It was like four bucks. Like I said, man, I wish um, I would have taken my trade ins and put it toward the stocks. Shit. <laughs> right and that's that's the thing is like this group even if they lose everything they're pointing out the amount of corruption that is oh, within yeah. our stock it's market within the world stock market it is nuts how fucking un like unregulated it is or it's not even for what happens it's not even just the fact that it's unregulated it's unstable that's scary that's scarier no it's it's it is unregulated no, but like, what I'm saying, it's sh- like your your stock market should not be able to be oh no 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 i agree easily. what i'm saying is it's uh, like we i agree that it's on you know the regulations and everything like that are very it's just what's scarier to me is just so how unstable it is like just on that like just yeah. on a just word of mouth and it changes everything and i think that's that scares me yeah. more seeing that then yeah we i get the unregulated and all that crap and i get that part but what i'm saying it, my biggest thing is it's like seeing how unstable it is that's scarier that's <laughs> like, how yeah. our entire society runs yeah now, so. but next i mean next week we <laughs> yeah, all we exactly know Chipotle like, is going to be worth more than fucking amazon like it's like out of nowhere like our our stock our, our our entire society runs off of this ludicrous like micro uh, essentially micro reactions yeah to everything and everyone, like every little thing, people freak out, like and stuff like that. And when somebody says says something, it's their truth, and based solely off of that one that one person's voice, everybody else is going to freak out over it. That's what the stock yeah, market is doing. And there's no fact. It's based checking. off of right. one person says something, and suddenly every fucking change, yeah, everything and it's, fucking it's, changes. It's definitely. I mean, that's the problem. And like Miles brought up, that's the problem with everything. I mean, you you if you're only going by one source and you're not doing your fact checking or you're not going by, you know, taking it from multiple sources, like you know, then yeah, you're gonna run into that issue. You're gonna find that problem. But it's it, it's just to me, it's just so it's so bonkers. It's just so weird. And I it, yeah. it, it, it's it's interesting. I'm not gonna lie. It's very interesting to see. This. Oh yeah, it's entertaining as hell. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because like. <laughs> And the yeah the thing I really loved out of it uh, just real quick was the uh, the story of the guy that actually used some of the funds he got from doing the GameStop bit to buy a bunch of Nintendo Switches that was freaking and awesome. donate them to children's hospitals yeah yeah like that's that fucking badass. awesome yeah it is that's kudos the guy that guy and I think it's it's kind of crazy like you're seeing all these different point of views I mean whether you agree with the person or you don't agree with the person you know anywhere from Ben Shapiro to Philip DeFranco to CNN to Fox News. I mean, wherever you're going for your news sources or wherever you go for your information, it's just so funny how all of a sudden yeah. this one thing just captivated everything. Like it just literally stopped, and it just it just took over. Yeah. And it's so it's so crazy to me because you know I, people see it as a stock thing and everything like this. I'm seeing it in another light. I'm a geek. GameStop of all the companies, GameStop. Yeah, I could, I, funny I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, out of all the things, like out of all the companies in the world, they chose GameStop, <laughs> and it's the company that we all we all collectively sit there and go and bag on. Like, I, I don't know a whole lot of gamers that sit there and say, "I love GameStop." There like, many. <laughs> it's there. There's not many. Once like, upon that's a the time thing is no, and <laughs> yeah. you know what, Miles, you're right. It, once upon a time, yeah, GameStop was the 
best place to go. And GameStop was a lot of people, you know, gamers and geek cultures place to go and their favorite store. And then everything. Yeah. But the problem is, is, you know, and this is kind of detestant, uh, you know, to what Game Pro- GameStop's problem is, is that they're not changing with the times. You're not catering to what is going to end eventually end up being the digital part of gaming. And it's just so mind-boggling. And that's why you start seeing a lot of hate. You know, this company's going under. This company's not changing. They're doing gimmicky shit. I mean, what was it one time we were talking about? And they were trying to make it, like, um, what was it? Open area, like a place for esports to start happening. Right? Wasn't that? Yeah, they yeah. were literally going to try and turn it into an esports Yeah, bar. like, you, you're, you, they were coming up with gimmicks. Instead of actually finding the root problem, which is, look, you're getting your ass kicked by the digital side of everything. Start doing a format to compete yep. with that, and their stocks are dropping. And all of a sudden, this one fucking group on Reddit was like, "Cool, we're gonna use GameStop." That's <laughs> like, right. just awesome. It's it's it's, it's like and uh, Miles said, it's entertaining. Yeah, I think the the overall motivation was literally just finding the companies that were big companies and had the lowest stock that they could just completely yeah four bu- four bucks a stock. they had the biggest shorts yeah. set against them right yeah yeah it's it's crazy man so so with that you had you know you have corporations you have you know you have corporations coming together to try and to literally listeners try and stop this and everyone else should have like everyone listeners everyone should have a wake-up call of wow Something weird is going on that we aren't seeing in the that, that we aren't normally seeing in the background, where you have these companies who aren't associated with each other. They're not owned by one another, and yet they're cooperating with one another to try and put a stop to it. And you have to ask yourself: Is it because is it because this is a threat to them? This is a threat to their power. I think absolutely, so. absolutely, it is. It's. I mean, you gotta figure the FCC, the F, uh, all these you know governing like commissions are going ballistic yep. right now they, they they have to be there's no way they are not sitting there going not looking at this like it that would be i would be more surprised if they weren't like honestly like i'd be really shocked if they were like eh, it is well, what they, it is they i mean you <laughs> like, have what you have uh you know robin hood the robin hood uh app company they're going to be brought they're being brought before a congressional hearing um because of it i mean you do you have uh, the same thing is probably going to end up for Reddit? The same thing is going to happen with Discord of like, what the hell's going on? Why did you like, why are you guys suddenly dropping everything to help one another in this? Like they're, they're literally doing nothing different than what stockbrokers already do, but because they're the public, you guys had to stop it. Right. Does that make any sense to no. anyone? And, and, and that's, right. that's like, that's a thing too. It's just like, you gotta, when people have money, they don't want to lose money. And that's what gives them their power. And the fact that you're threatening, they did what they were, that they should, that they did right. And it's something we've always talked about on the podcast was you go after where it hurts their wallet. It, it's, yep, it, absolutely. you know, you, it, we talk about this with people with movies and games and even comic books and everything like that. You hurt them where it hurts them the most, their wallet, their, their ending line. You know, when it comes to their funds, yep. and that's exactly what they just did. And they, did. but the the crazy thing is, is like we can talk about it all day, and we can tell people to do it and everything like that. But the fact that they put this on such a grand scale, where everybody now is watching, yeah. that 
that's what changes everything now. Did you hear like the fucking uh, goddamn the stock market commissioner, the or, or the old, the previous stock market commissioner? I think um, she made a statement about how, like, essentially equating these people to terrorists. How? Because they called you out. Like, <laughs> like that makes no sense. Oh yeah. It it was unfucking real. I went how? what? Because they called you out. Like. like I can say that. What the fuck are you talking about, lady? Are you out of your goddamn mind? I can say that mind? about my wife then, because my wife calls me out on my shit all the time. And I don't call her a terrorist. Oh, she she equated <laughs> it. She equated it to the. That's what she did. She equated it to the people who. Oh, uh, I stormed the capital. Storm the capital. I did see that. The 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 failed siege that was the failed know, siege. One not enough. Like one, I want to point out, listeners. <laughs> one, not enough people that could have could have sieged that fucking place. And two. Most of them were just fucking crazy people, right? If you if and you wanted, if you wanted to to sit there and like yeah yeah and <laughs> yeah I guess uh so like if you wanted to equate it to something that's probably not the best thing to equate it to for one but two like that's not even close I, to the same I, thing I compare like, the- you're telling you're telling us that these people these people are 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 literally anti-government and anti-establishment and yet they were able to do exactly what the stock market already does. Anyways, I'm looking forward to everything else that's going to happen with. It. Oh yeah, the fallout <laughs> from this is going to be brutal. There's there's no yeah. denying that. So, listeners, sorry we took so long in that. Um, but next up we have to talk about is something that we didn't bring up last week that we probably should have, but it's probably a good thing that we waited till Loach was on here. <laughs> uh, EA lost the exclusivity to Star Wars. Thank God. Uh, and making their games and. Here's the thing, listeners, we were elated as well. Everybody was really excited and everyone, you know, rejoiced and went, thank you. Finally, we're not stuck with just EA and their monetary practices. And I'm going to quell the shit out of that by reminding you that they switched it over to Bioware, uh, who's owned by EA, also Bethesda and uh, Ubisoft. Bethesda and Ubisoft don't have a great track record right now. (laughs) There was another one that was making a... The really funny part is like Lucas... No, it's Bethesda, it's Bethesda and Ubisoft. Bethesda's. Uh, no, I uh, no, I I thought I heard the, somebody. The third uh, another company. company was, but I gotta look. I haven't heard anything else other than those. I mean, as far companies. as we know, there could be. I mean, as far as we know, that yeah. license is open game now. Which... It's it's open game now because you have Lucas uh, Lucasfilm Games is coming back, which is which is uh, awesome, and I I think, and they're now the the publisher. Uh, I don't think that's an awesome thing because they're still under Kathleen Kennedy. Um, I mean, well, we're talking right. about the person who sat there and said the force is female and then gives their, gives their game production over to Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, does nobody remember what happened in the past year with Ubisoft? Like, uh, just throwing that out there, sexual harassment, not exactly a company that I would say is, you know, really female friendly, <laughs> um, regardless of their, their Wilma's on, uh, you know, celebration that they had. (laughs) Anyways, I'm happy the fact that we're going to one, probably get more variety of games and two, it's going to be not controlled by EA, the devil or the son of the devil. I can't decide which one's the (laughs) devil between EA and Activision. They're so fucking evil. It's retarded, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's no longer with EA. So that's a great, that's a great thing. The downside is that it's going over to Bethesda and Ubisoft and Ubisoft is known for making massively buggy products yep. on as well as some questionable monetization uh schemes right. uh for their games that aren't always necessary you know granted depending on the kind of game you are not really 
feeling baited into them. They're just additional monetization that kind of feels scummy. Right. <laughs> just a little. And then you have Bethesda, who has been responsible of Fallout 76. I like how it's just said. <laughs> that's been a humdinger of a game. <laughs> and listeners, I granted, granted, Bethesda's not not just the only one making it. They, it's companies within Bethesda. So you have Machine Games, who is going to be making a Indiana Jones game. And I was like, man, that's uh, that sounds awesome. And then I'm reminded that Machine Games made Youngblood. It just it like when I saw the the developers and publishers that are going to that are being involved now with uh, these other franchises, I went, oh well. <laughs> I mean, we can, we I, can hope. Like I want I want to be hopeful, right? But their track record as of late has led me to go, eh, it's probably not going to work out. But, but here's the, but here's the least. and here's the the bright side I see as the bright side of it is that you can have other companies now go in and make a bid for a Star Wars game now. True. Which is which would be nice because we're hoping it's going to be companies like Sucker Punch or like yeah. uh Sandy, you know, not San Diego Studios, sorry, uh, Santa Monica Studios. You know, companies like that. I mean, Naughty Dog, granted, Last of Us 2 was complete shit, but, you know, having Naughty Dog make a run at a Star Wars game. I, I mean, it would be awesome right. to see these other game studios that have a better track record, not perfect, but a better track record than a lot of the major ones like EA, Activision, oh, and yeah. them. Take, get a shot at it. I mean, we we still never got the game. I'd, I'd say Gorilla Games, Ooh, but Gorilla. I want them to focus on Horizon. So. <laughs> uh, here's the thing: the the one thing I wanted to bring up is the fact, like you, you're bringing up a lot of really great developers, but they're all first party developers. True. Well, yeah, but Sucker Punch, they're they're first party, they're first party for Sony, right? So while it, it would be nice for that to do that, and that would re, that would require Sony being, well, we're gonna we're gonna take your game and we're gonna make it exclusive. For one and two, it's like I as much as I would like that to happen, I realistically that's not going to happen. No, like what's going to happen is you're going to have it go to the people who are actually willing to pay for the license, the bigger corporations and aren't making first party titles that truly are the the best sellers. I would love to see. So we're we're in this we're in this kind of like middle ground of like, all right, well, we're, we're going to be juggling things around, hoping that the right developers are getting these projects. I mean, I would love to see Insomniac take on a Star Wars game, especially after the Spider-Man franchise. Yeah, but, Dude, you know, please. They're, they're working on Spider-Man, and I think they're also working on Ratchet and Clank now. So, Well, Ratchet and Clank has always been theirs, is not it? Uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, since Insomniac's now owned by, by Sony. Well, right, 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 right. I'm just saying, it's just, it'd be <laughs> so, so cool like, to see these companies Take a stab at such a Sony doesn't like playing with others. No, they don't. <laughs> yep, that, that's that's the thing. Is <laughs> as as great as I know those products would be from those companies. Sony's not doesn't play well with others. No. Uh, it's a miracle that they're letting you know San Diego Studios put MLB the Show on other con on other other systems. Well, and yeah. The only reason they're doing that is because it's they're the only they they essentially have like a monopoly on baseball games, and they're sitting there going, well, you know, if we put it on other systems, that just means more money. Yeah. You know why? Are, why would we shun away from more money? I think Sony still wants to hold on to the 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 pearls, the grandma's pearls, and mm-hmm. say, "Oh no, we're not gonna we're not gonna let all these all these first party titles out because it's literally what kind of sells our system." And I get it. I mean, that's a money maker for them, and that's that's how they sell one get their console into more homes, and that's how they get you know. That's where these great games get to be played. 
I would wouldn't mind seeing Sony going. You know what we're going to do is actually start treating this as an exclusivity time, as a timed exclusivity. So we'll make it exclusive for our system for a year, and then we'll start putting it out on out on our competition just to try and spread it around. Or like six months, um, like a half year. Yeah, I get it. That would be smart. That would be smart to me, just on the fact that it would sell more games. The only downside is I don't know if that would sell more systems. Right. As for where Star Wars is going, Star Wars right now is with some studios that I don't trust. Yeah, but it's not just EA now, at least. And <laughs> Lucasfilm is working with studios that I don't trust. Right. So uh, I guess the uh, Indiana Jones game, I'm almost positive that one's being developed by the guys who made Youngblood. Yeah, it's machine games. And that game was dog shit. I got to be hopeful about it, though, because honestly, it's Star Wars and I'm a, you know, it, it's Star Wars. So, I mean, you could tell me it's dog shit and I'll be like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> you know, like right. I it's. It, I mean, and that's the pill. The name sells itself, and that's what it is. You know, I've come yeah, to. It's a good move. It's just not ideal, right? Exactly. <laughs> and I've come to peace with it. Yeah. You know, it's but it it could have been worse. I mean, what if EA and they were like, yeah, we'll 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 give you another ten years. Yeah, it I think been, it's okay it to be hopeful. Worse. I just I don't want to get expectations up at all. Yeah, but yeah. but I think the biggest problem now, or the biggest bummer about it all, is those games that were being made by EA that were going to be Star Wars games. They'll still never be made, yeah. Yeah, I know they'll never be made, but... Oh, man. If this wasn't just an exclusive thing to begin with, we could have had those. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I mean, you're... you're ta- Here's the thing. You're talking about the... You're talking about the a studio that one... <laughs> when it was bought out, closed down their gaming division immediately, which also canceled a project that was essentially halfway done, 1313, which looked awesome. Oh, yeah, dude. I wanted that so bad. And then and then you you had them close. They, they closed down that immediately. Go and have an exclusive contract with EA. Does this sound like a company that makes sound decisions? No. Well, Disney doesn't want to be part of the game, which is, I thought was really weird. Disney kept on coming out and saying, well, we don't want anything to do with gaming and everything like that. The fuck not? It helps your brand even more when it comes to, especially franchises like Marvel and you know Star Wars being one of the bigger ones that's always had a foothold in gaming in the gaming yep. world. You know why not? Why the fuck not? They had Avalanche Studios for a long time. They killed off Avalanche because um, they were making Disney Infinity for the for years and years, and you know they killed that off. It's just it's just it Disney's so all over the place and. I, w- I mean, I was like you. I was kind of surprised and shocked when all of a sudden Lucasfilm Games was coming out. Like, really? Why now? What's, what changed um, to have that? Because you guys killed off LucasArts yeah. so fast. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, they, they, killed off, they killed off LucasArts games instantly. Like, literally bought the company and went, all right, LucasArts yeah, games is gone. We're done. We're not, we're not in the gaming business. And the only, here's the thing, listeners, the only reason why Disney doesn't want to be in the gaming business is because Disney doesn't want to run a gaming business because they don't know how, right. And they know how to, they know how to crank out, crank out shovelware. They don't know how, what it takes to actually make good games. Right. And Disney never wanted to know how to make good games. Their whole stick was, we're going to treat our gaming industry the same way that we started treating our animated studio before we got our, our shit pushed in. And finally, you know, the leaders at Pixar came over and went, hey, you know what? This isn't how you should be running your animation departments. Right. We're not going to fucking step on the necks of all of our animators and expect them to crank out shit. We're not going to put out made for TV movies every goddamn fucking week. Right. We're not going to be doing, you know, we're not going to be doing the stupid shit we've always been doing. 
And Disney didn't want to do that for the gaming industry. They didn't want to turn around and say, hey, what we're going to do is clean. You know, they didn't want to go. We're going to clean house. We're going to take out all the bullshit projects and we're going to have you guys focus on one good game. Right. Just one. And we, we want 18 different pieces of shit. Like we want, you know, five games for the Wii. We want four games for the PlayStation. It's like, like just this nonsensical bullshit. The first thing that they actually made that was seemed, seemed like it was made with quality was actually Disney Infinity. Right. And for the first for the first re, you know iteration of that, they did nothing with it. No, that's and that's what killed them uh, with it, and it killed Disney Infinity. Granted, the, the whole toy to game thing was on its way out, but you could have still done something with it without the toys being attached to it. Yeah, they, they could have converted. They could have converted it over to being a platformer, much like what's happened with uh, with uh, Little Big Planet and Sackboy. Yeah. So yeah, Little Big absolutely. Planet went from being a essentially a creation engine game. Uh, where people just created their own levels and did some really unique things. But after the third one, they realized, all right, this is probably getting a little old for people. We're not selling as many people are kind of run, you know, run down on this. We're going to move over to this. Right. And they turned Sackboy into a platformer. Right. Yeah. No, and Brilliant. The, Great job. Yeah. Way, way to adapt. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the thing. Disney didn't want to adapt to that when they, yeah. and that was so, what killed. Yeah, so their solution was we're going to come in. What we're going to do is we're going to clean house and by clean house, we're going to close everything down, shut everything off. It doesn't matter if it's an expected game or if it's a good game. We're just going to shut off because we don't want to have to deal with it anymore. So what we're going to do is we're going to sell our our franchise over to somebody who who does want to deal with it, not knowing that you're selling it over to a company that is literally just you in video game form. Right, exactly. And it, like, it, don't get me wrong. Hello. It's, it's well, don't get don't get it. You know, to me, I I I gotta commend them, but condemn them at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, cool. You you guys realize the fact that you don't want to make games and you have no business being in yeah in gaming. Cool. Thank you for admitting that. I commend you on that. The part I condemn you on is that the fact that you went and signed a 10 year exclusivity to EA. That's where I commend yeah. condemn you on it. Like, if you went out there and were like, look, we we, we want other companies that are companies that make games make these games you know we want you to do it not just one but all of you whoever wants to take a shot at it, come and pitch an idea will run and that's how it should have started it should not have gone to just ea and be like cool you guys got it for 10 years make us some make us money and that's exactly how it went make us money we don't give a fuck do it and that was the problem yeah disney made some really bad choices when when it came to all that stuff so that's why i'm like Given the bad choices that they've made in the past, given the choices of current developers and, and publishers that they're going to right. for their franchise, I have I, I can't get any big hope or high expectations of any kind. Yeah. No. No. If it would have been any of the other companies that we had mentioned, yeah, there'd be a little bit higher expectation. Yeah, if they said, hey, Naughty Dog's working on a Star Wars game or Insomniac's working on a Star Wars game, I'd sit there and go, <laughs> Sucker Pond. Please tell me you're please tell me you're not lying. Right. Yeah, if they came like, out and like all of a sudden they were on. like, Yeah, soccer yeah. uh we were in works with Santa Monica Studios to make a Star Wars game that's like God of War. I'd be like, Here's my money, here's my mortgage, uh, which one of my kids do yeah. you want? Because you can have it. Yeah. It's it's all good. How many consoles do you want me to buy to play this? Exactly. Like, I'll strap them all together. Right, exactly. Like it, it, if they came out like that. So, it's just the problem is is that you know, it's like what you said, those a lot of first party companies and everything like that. I mean, what if yeah. they came out and said, "Yeah, 343 is making a Star Wars based game." <laughs> okay, here. Well, I I'd, I'd say are are you guys going to finish Halo Infinite first or Probably not, but you <laughs> right. know, uh it's just it's just but what I'm saying is just like 
you gotta be a better you gotta be more selective with your title especially star wars like that's one of your yeah. bread and butter titles like that that is one of the, you know besides marvel yeah, that's, that's your other side of the coin even working like even working with ea like the things that we hear from star Wars or from from you know disney is that you know they're ultra protective of jedi uh, of the jedi they're overprotective of like tons of tons of stuff within their studio because they're icons and they treat them as brands right instead of hearing out story right. so that's the thing that i'm always concerned with is that they are more concerned with whether or not you are going to be true to a brand and make them money than if you're actually making something good and that's why and it's you know kathleen kennedy you know i i feel like a lot of her stuff at first was in the good intentions, but she needs to go. And I think Dave Filoni mm-hmm. and John Favreau need to take over Star Wars, like Kevin Feige took over Marvel. Yeah, any anyone who sat in a meeting and said, you know what, instead of the 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 hero ending up with the girl, he should you know he should end up with the dog. Like anyone who has said that in the meeting, listeners, that's Kathleen Kennedy, by the way. Uh, if anyone who said that in a meeting when sitting there with George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, they shouldn't be the head of the company and talking about story and how they're building up all these things. They should just be running the company and going, okay, well, you know, they know the business side, so we'll let them do that. But we're going to hand over the reins of how everything goes. The creative. Well, yeah, yeah. There's people who actually are creative. Absolutely. There's a difference between the business side and the creative side. Absolutely. And the creative side right now is all John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Those two guys are fucking crushing it with everything star wars when it comes to the mandalorian when it comes to the yeah. bad batch when it's coming to the clone wars they are going to have their say in basically rogue squadron they're going to have their say in the ahsoka show obi-wan yeah. you know everything that's going star wars right now when it comes to disney plus and their shows and even some of the movies that are coming out they are going through dave filoni and john favreau now they just need to make that official like that's the thing you need to make these you need to lock these two dudes in and say you guys are running everything under the sun when it comes to Star Wars, and let them go, and let them do it. You handle the business side, Kathleen, but let us handle the creative side. And dude, I guarantee yeah. the product would have been ten times better when it came to the gaming, because especially with Dave Filoni and has like just what he does with everything. I mean, it's incredible. Everything that guy touches Star Wars is gold. It's unreal, and he. But that's also because he's a fan. He obsessed with star wars he loves star wars you know the fact that he let robert rodriguez do boba fett and now he's like you got eight pages of boba and it came to like 29 pages and boba fett is being boba fett that we all have been told is boba fett finally on screen and now he's getting his own show the man knows what the fuck he's doing so why are you not letting these two people run it they're making you money they're 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 not hurting you in any way so now let them do it. Let them do their job. Even more. Yeah, I mean, there's that rumor that, that she got upset with uh, the fact that she didn't know Luke Skywalker was going to be in Mandalorian. And oh, really? I didn't that, hear about that. Uh, yeah. Supposedly, she was upset or she was upset about that because it ruined their uh, the hype that they were trying to build for uh, the High Republic. I had and, no uh, idea about this. Uh, yeah, it's like I said, just like listeners when i say supposedly it's supposedly like there there's no actual proof there's no factual proof to back it up there's literally just rumor and people are saying that she got mad about it so i don't even know like i don't even know if that like that 
that can be chalked up as like anything really interesting. I'm just saying that supposedly has been what's happening, but given the other stories that we've heard coming out of, uh, uh, Lucas and the supposed, you know, I don't know if you want to call it conflict, but the con, but I guess, you know, conflicts that are going on internally, uh, on story and stuff like that. And what's been happening with, you know, what they're doing with Mandalorian and what, uh, Kathleen Kennedy's doing on her end. It's kind of interesting to hear something like that. Cause it just, brings a little more credence to yeah she she is in it for the business she's in it for the woke she really gets upset if you try to cater towards the fans and i kind of have to agree with that given how much she praised ryan johnson uh, you know ryan johnson oh for the last jedi you know the last the last jedi and fans fucking hated it like most fans cannot stand the last jedi like it is it is an absurd movie yeah, and the amount of praise that she gave him was completely unnecessary and unfounded. Right. Listeners, when Mark Hamill himself is sitting there going, "I'm an actor and I'm paid to do what I'm going to do," but he's sitting there going, "I sat there arguing with with Johnson on set." Yeah, over and over again about, about how Luke, the character. Well, yeah, like it's just, how Luke was being portrayed and yep. stuff like that. He's just like, man, it just doesn't make any sense. And you can't you, sit there and, and argue. Like with I can. You can't sit there and argue. I can with sit the there and go. <laughs> you know. Well, I I can sit there and go. Yeah, I mean, I think you know. Uh, I can sit there and say, you know, point to other ins- other instances where Jedi just literally gave up. You had Yoda who just literally gave up. You had Ben Kenobi who pretty much just literally gave up but they did, to watch they over Vader's son. It was for a purpose in the end. Right. There was absolutely a purpose for why that was happening. But uh, those are those are instances where you can sit there and say, yeah, those those things were where they gave up. But the difference is, is that Luke had been trained by the, those guys and saw the outcome of what happens when you just give up and he wouldn't. And that was the thing that bugged Mark Hamill the most is that the fact that Luke Skywalker would not give up. No, he was, he sat there talking about the fact that he was the hope the galaxy needed. And he didn't, he didn't agree anything with what Ryan Johnson was trying to do. And Ryan Johnson was literally just trying to destroy the Jedi. Yeah. That was his whole purpose. Like he, he set out to tell people, telling people that, you know, he wasn't going to explore uh, Ray's background. He wasn't going to make her anything special, just make her a ludicrously overpowered Jedi and say that anybody can be, you know, essentially trying to put out there that anybody can be a Jedi. Uh, yeah, it's the patch of uh, it's like, well, yeah, no, Star Wars no shit. Anybody could anybody <laughs> could be a Jedi. That's been a fucking staple in it. But when you're talking about these iconic characters, you kind of have to have this story that moves along and your story went nowhere. Yeah. Well, he also set out to say, and he was saying this in interviews that he thought that it should have ended with his movie. Yeah. And everybody was like, no, that's not how it works. And he went and did it anyway. And, you know, he can say all the fuck he wants about how he wanted his plan for the last Jedi was supposed to be the last star Wars movie and this and that. He could say all he wants, but we can all sit yeah. there and everybody's told him before. No, that's not how it works, man. You don't, you don't go and set out to do your own shit. And the fact that Kathleen, yeah, and the fact that Kathleen Kennedy was like, yeah, that's cool. exactly what I was about to run back. Yeah. Too. It was the fact that she was like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. We're going to let him go with it. You fucking high. So <laughs> like, what's listeners, the only you? reason why I'm bringing all that, like why I'm bringing all this stuff up is just, just to really quell your expectations for what's going to happen with the star Wars franchise within games Yeah. of this is not a person that makes the best decisions. This is not a person that makes the best decisions for the franchise. Even this is just a person that's there to make money and she's there to try and make as much money as possible. So even if something is dog shit, she will talk about how amazing it is and how great of a job they're doing regardless, because she's essentially a paid PR person. Yeah. Yeah. Admitting failure doesn't make money. No, exactly. Yeah. So 
and so listeners, I mean, if you want, if you want to talk about admitting failure, she's admitting failure by having to bring back Lucas Arts, uh, or you know, essentially Lucas Arts. She's having, or for video games, she's yeah. having to admit failure by not renewing a contract with EA and having to use these other developers. That's literally what's happening is her admitting failure by doing that. Whether or not she'd be able to admit failure if those studios fail is another thing. But if they're bringing back Lucas Arts to or you know Lucas Films you know games if they're creating this, then and they're making they're going to start making some games internally. They need to start looking at their studios and go other studios I should say look at other studios that are successful and go you know what we should be running a little more like this and don't use like CD Project don't use CD Project Red as an example don't use EA as an example don't use Ubisoft don't use, I mean these these companies are known for abhorrent behavior right now look at just the fact of like when they make a game they concentrate on just one right no concentrate what, on one yeah, goal what they need and to that's do. it don't use their practices right just just the just the example if they focus on one thing they don't focus on well, trying to pump out as much garbage as possible what they need yeah and what they need to do is basically focus on the companies that are basically companies that only serve one system they yep. need to look at the first party exclusive companies, such as, like we keep saying, Santa Monica Studios, um, you know, Naughty Dog. They need to look at those companies because those companies are the ones that are only making one game for a franchise that sticks with that franchise and only that franchise and only works on that one game at a time. And the fact that they were, if, if, if Lucasfilm games are, I, I'm sorry, it's LucasArts. If LucasArts does what they need to do and if they do it by that way, they're gonna make serious bank because if they can hire, they hire the right people, have the right mentality, have the right yep. way of doing games and a business by basing it off those studios. They are there. They should have absolutely zero excuse to fail. Listeners, right now, hope for the best, expect the worst. Aim for the curb. Everything uh, above is gravy. <laughs> it's gravy, exactly. Uh, as Miles always tells us. Yep. The other rumor that's been in the Star Wars mill is that uh, supposedly Kotor or Kotor uh, Knights of the Old Republic is in the middle of being remade. The other thing that has been kind of skewed by this is that other people are saying, no, 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 it was actually a Kotor three. And I supposedly a writer from the High Republic insinuated that it's no, it's actually not. It's going to be a High Republic game. So no one knows what the fuck's going on. (laughs) Always a good sign. Yeah, the only thing that's the only thing that's been reiterated more is that is a it's a a Kotor uh, remake, and that we won't know what studio is actually making, or we will never guess what studio is actually making it. Uh, I don't care what studio is actually making it, so long as it's good. And two, you guys rework the uh, combat mechanics. That's it. Um, because Kotor has not aged well. No, no. <laughs> in comparison to to other games that have come out. No, not at all. With similar capabilities. God, so, I don't remember the last time I played uh, it. Jesus Christ. Uh, I had I saw one article that I laughed at that was uh, I can't remember who it was I think it was from Screen Rant maybe but they they had written uh, Kotor the Kotor remake shouldn't be a remake it should be a reboot oh that Dude, was a comic first book. fucking first yeah first fucking comment on there was brilliant <laughs> who the fuck gave this guy a keyboard to type with <laughs> no it should not be a reboot it should be it should be absolutely just a remake if it's a reboot I will lose my fucking mind. Yeah, because no that point. means that you're just you're literally going back and just rewriting uh, old old uh, Star Wars content for the hell of it because you you just want to make sure ev- nothing is in in the lore anymore and it's all just fucking legends. 
Yeah. Which let's be honest, listeners, a lot of the legends are better than, than the current lore. I'll agree with you on that. Absolutely. 100. But regardless, I don't want to, I don't want to see a reboot. I don't want them to erase what was done with Kodor. Cause that was actually a really good story. Yeah. And the villains in that story were great. And yeah, no, that was, yep. that was a really good story. Yeah. Moving on to other news. I guess there's an issue with the Xbox series on the fact of conquer on, on playing old games and Conquer's Fur Day or Bad Fur Day has brought this to light. <laughs> so listeners, what happened is uh, years back with PCs when C drives were just coming into use, you had drives with multiple different speeds. And some of them were like times 16, some of them were times eight. And because of these high speeds and read speeds, games were supposed to load faster. But the downside is that some games weren't designed for them. And as a result, the game would load too quickly and cause the game to crash. No joke. Loading too quickly can cause a game to crash. Xbox is now experiencing this with the series systems. And the reason is, is because the solid state drives that they use are very quick. They're actually very good. Uh, I was pretty impressed with their with their load speeds. The fact that the Xbox and the PlayStation are kind of on par with the, a lot of their load speeds. Now, granted, PlayStation is dealing mostly with a lot of third party titles right now in that aspect. Uh, I imagine as things go along with their first party titles, their load speeds will drastically get different based off of just how their systems work uh, comparatively. But the Xbox's SSD is really quick. It's really fast. It's Actually, I think it's a little bit faster than what my current uh, NVMEs on my motherboard are on my PC, which is impressive as hell. Uh, so there's been times where I booted up and I'm like, God damn, that was fast. <laughs> yeah. So with that said, because of that older games and specifically this has happened with Conker's Bad Fur Day and they're learning that it is going to be an issue with other games as well. Uh, some of their old Xbox titles, even some 360 titles will load so quickly that the system can't catch up. And when I say the system, it's it's the emulator that it's using to run that to run that software. So the emulator that's running the game can't catch up and goes, oh shit, and kind of shits the bed and stops working. Yeah, I, I picture it like an assembly line and somebody falling behind. Yeah. In the, in this instance, it is it, it's, you know, think of uh the that old video of Lucille Ball from I Love Lucy where she's in the chocolate factory. And she just, yeah. yeah, she, she gets to the point where she just doesn't know what to do. She's overwhelmed. She just starts shoving them in her mouth and down her apron and, and shit like that. Right. That's, that's what's happening on the Xbox. That emulator is her going, Oh shit. Like so much information <laughs> just flow, just flew in and it's processing too fast. I can't, I can't get, get through this fast enough. And it, it shits the bed. So they're having to try, they're going to try and fix that by, essentially forcing the emulator to slow down the the flow of information. That's not something new. That's something that has this, that used to have to be done on old PCs. Like I said, this was a problem on PCs years back, but I do experience it sometimes when I upload, when I load a super old game on my PC and my PC is sitting there cranking through it. Like it's fucking nothing loading things instantly in the, the PC or the game goes, Nope, Nope. And then I get a message saying the game or literally the, this game cannot be played because your drive is too fast. Yeah, it's not made and for I said, it. They're gone. <laughs> like, yeah, I said there you go. Yeah, I know it's it's not really made for it. Yeah. So, so how do I fix this? Um, Cues up. I can't drive fifty five. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so uh, you're overqualified to work at played, McDonald's. Yeah. Like. 
Yeah, for those <laughs> listeners, for those of you who played Mass Effect way back in the day on the PC, when you ended up getting the you know, access to SSDs, the same thing kind of happened with Mass Effect on PC. Was uh, it would load so quickly that the elevator motion, the elevator uh, sections weren't as long, and because of that, you'd end up with elevator dialogue while people were running around. Right. <laughs> so. Well, it's like uh, it's like skipping yeah, I, through some like parts in the game, like when you're playing a game, when you skip through the yeah. uh, dialogue, the dialogue's still running, but you're yeah. just like you're you're still moving, doing what the hell you want to do, and yet you're the the game's yeah. trying to catch up with the finishing of the dialogue. Yeah. yeah. So their recommendation right now, until they can actually find a permanent fix for it, is that uh, press if you if you know the area that it's isolated in, if it's consistent, go to you know get to that area. Press pause. If it pauses and the dialogue continues, then you're screwed. You need to start over and try it again. If you pause and the dialogue stops, that's giving the system a pause long enough for the emulator to go, okay, I can get I can get to the information now. Right. Uh then then press unpause and it should load just fine after that. Yeah. Speaking of Series X issues and something that is relatively <laughs> new to deal with, uh, that I've never had an issue with prior. Is it's desyncing the controller, the Series yeah. X controller, namely during Ubisoft titles. <laughs> Don't fucking know why. <laughs> and clearly, Microsoft doesn't have a fucking clue either. Um, yep. So is, we don't so know wait, if it's like, a, you have to a real, software thing, a hardware thing. So you have to literally stop playing, resync the controller. Like, I have to. Re- I have to. No, I have to completely yeah, power, has, off has to power off my system. off the system. Yeah. Completely <laughs> shut down. What? <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, I cannot control- sync a controller to the system what? yeah the controller will not sync like yeah. i've seen videos of it where people are like they, they'll sit there and they're like sitting there supposedly, clicking all the buttons. supposedly it's happening a lot to pc players too that are using the series x controller so, um i've also seen reports that say that it happens during forza so it's probably not exclusively to ubisoft so it is. Yeah. but that's the only games that happens on mine <laughs> so is it a firmware yeah, for ac the- valhalla and morals phoenix rising so a- both both games will randomly turn off my fucking controller. so is it a firmware issue with the controller's firmware no idea that's insane. no idea the the no, the, the, no the controllers are all up to date you yeah. know so there's there's nothing to be done well, about it it could be moment. it could be faulty firmware <laughs> that's awesome it could be like you, you have you have yeah. you have possibilities that it could be faulty firmware it could be faulty hardware if it's faulty hardware that's an expense that's, that microsoft's not planning on yeah having. yeah you better hope to god uh, it's a firmware issue because <laughs> if if this is happening to this many people you've got a lawsuit on your hands oh yeah dude that's a driftcon issue right there like when nintendo yeah. like that's that's some fucking serious yeah. shit like that there's no coming back from that <laughs> now i haven't <laughs> i haven't tried to sync uh one of my xbox one controllers to it and use that solely instead of the series x controller yeah. I don't know if that you know might remedy it. Reroutes the issue. Yeah, it might remedy it. Um but and, and I haven't seen anything that suggests it otherwise. But it's still ridiculous to even have to resort to something like that's that. That's just funny as shit though. I mean that I mean it's not, but it is. Like you you know what I'm saying? Like how is it that you're playing your controller yeah. literally unsyncs, doesn't power off. It's not it's not even a power off issue. It's the fact that it unsyncs. Nope. So it doesn't even read, yeah. and you have to and shut. You everything. can't do anything to resync it. Here's the problem: like every once in a while, I would get lucky, and I'd be able to pop out the battery, and then pop it back in. Right. And occasionally, it would resync. Ninety percent of the time, that doesn't work. So here's another <laughs> thing, though: is that if you have to power off, but you can't resync the controller, do you have to do a hard power off? 
of the system. That's that's exactly what it is. So, I have to yeah. hold down the button until it completely shuts down. So full you power can, down. You can easily corrupt your hard drive. No. Well, here's the thing: the software keeps running fine. Oh, okay. So okay. you know whether it's if it's saving, you can just leave it alone until it's done saving. Right. And it'll be fine. Loach, you're thinking of a hard reset where you have to pull the cable out. But it's still concerning. Yeah, I mean, but still, I mean, it, it's it's yeah. not. It's also not. No, the best no, it's infuriating. The, the nice thing is that the system takes no time to power back on, but still, it takes you out of the system completely just to resync your controller. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's fucking great. <laughs> it's not a glitch, Miles. It's a feature. Yeah. It's a feature. <laughs> it's, a, it's a built-in break function right right yeah it's it's a it's designed it's designed to make you take breaks you, we see that you got to the start menu <laughs> you should probably go outside <laughs> yeah. we've seen you play in game for 30 minutes uh you look uh our sensor in your controller is saying that your cholesterol actually has gone up we need you to take a break um, your heart rate has gotten too high you're in the middle of a boss fight you need to go outside, you need to go outside. fuck you <laughs> yeah thankfully i've i have yet to have it happen during something important it's usually yeah. during like a pause menu or like a map menu something along those lines something you know no, no actual action going on right. typically yeah um, so thankfully that's that's been the case for me but I gotta imagine it's probably happened at some extremely inopportune times for other people, especially Forza, <laughs> or like a game that involves something with permadeath in it, and you're playing it desyncs, and your guy dies. Yeah. Oh my Doesn't god! Doesn't pause the game. Yeah, you, you all hell yeah. just breaks loose. All hell, like that's just <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I am so glad you told me about this. I didn't even know about this shit. Yeah, that's fucking great. Fucking infuriated. Yeah, I bet. But it's been going on for three months now. I think since November. Uh, um, I didn't have any issues until, um, I don't know, mid-December maybe. And they have no idea. No idea what the hell's doing there. Yeah, no idea. It doesn't happen. doesn't happen during Cyberpunk. I played the shit out of that. Didn't happen once. You know, played the shit out of Desperados uh, 3. Didn't happen once. You know, did it happen to you when we just were playing during uh, Ubisoft titles? For and it didn't happen to you when we were playing uh, Deep Rock last night, right? No, yeah, no, I, I had to swap out my battery. No, I know that. Yeah, it yeah, legitimately died, but that's insane. Yeah, and given the fact that some people have have gotten controllers out of the box, like new from the system, and can't get it to sync, that's uh. that's sketchy shit. Especially yeah. when you hardline it into the system, there's no excuse yeah. for it not to sync at that point. Right, and it's still it, yeah. Well, especially it since at that point, what the controller's supposed supposed to do, if you're sitting there with the the USB cable, like what the controller's supposed to do at that point, it's not even running off wireless. No, it's converted yeah. into a hardline. It's supposed to go. It's supposed to go to especially if it doesn't have USB. a battery. In it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's don't even give it the option. Yeah, it doesn't do it doesn't work like the PlayStation controllers where you plug it into the uh, USB cable on yeah. the PlayStation and it stays wireless. Right. It's just drawing power from the system. Right. The the Xbox, it literally switches over to a USB controller because and I, listeners, you can test this if you want. If you don't have if you don't have a uh, PC with a sensor <laughs> on it, you can just plug them directly in there. It works just fine, except so. it won't even do that. <laughs> and that's and that's the thing is like if it's not doing that. Ah man, that that leads me to 
think it's it's hopefully a firmware issue where the somewhere in the programming it's not it's just not overwriting bluetooth yeah that's yeah. just so, so fucking awesome like <laughs> jesus fucking bonkers it's, it's, i'm glad you like it i'm sure the people who are dealing with no, it are, I, are really appreciate i mean i mean i mean that but in it's a for you it's a feature i'm <laughs> i mean this in a completely sarcastic like yeah fucking awesome like i'm kind of glad i didn't get one right now if that's it. i mean hopefully like, <laughs> it's a good thing i didn't get it. thank you for your suffering miles it makes me feel better about not <laughs> yeah i appreciate it a console you when it when, the second time it happened to me i just sat there on the couch i'm like don't throw shit. 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 <laughs> Every time, man. Anytime that pops up, you have to say, think, start thinking dollar signs in your mind. Like, yep. It, this this will cost me money. That's TVs are expensive. Remote controls are expensive. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Take it out on one of the kids. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, <laughs> it just it just that's just so bonkers. Borrow your child so I can commit some child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> that's just so fucking awesome i can't believe i never i thought dude i thought nintendo had a controller issue but goddamn this one's a lot this seems a little bit worse than the joystick drift con issue like a drift i don't well, know man i lot. really fucking hate drift and i can't do anything to fix that that's true yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh Dr- uh droid the joy cons are kind of like that's that's a huge issue the drift thing and on top of that the joy cons also have another issue of recharging like if you have your if you have your your switch sitting on the the console stand for too long, it'll stop charging the the controllers entirely. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's, it's the fucking weirdest thing. You have to unplug them. You have to unplug it, plug it back in, and it'll charge them back up again just fine. But if you just leave it on there for too long, if it's sitting on there for, I think like I had it on, I had mine on for a week one time, and I came back and the Joy Cons were dead, and I went, "What, what the fuck? That's like, so weird." The, the whole system, the system itself, was completely charged. But not the droid. But the Joy Cons were dead. The, uh, That's fucking. You'll do it to the uh, USB charge too, because I yep. had the uh, Pro controller sitting there charging. I was like, "There's no reason for it to not have a charge." I tried to use it and like, eh, no. That's yep. fucking. It'll great. it'll charge it for just a just a while, and then all of a sudden it'll just turn it off and say, "Nope, I'm not going to charge you anymore." Uh, it won't even do like an incremental charge, like a, a trickle charge on it. Right. It just lets it lets it die down all the way and you have to unplug it and plug it back in to get it to charge or start charging again it's fucking weird that's fucking dope jesus so fucking awesome yeah. i'm so i'm so all, happy all of our gamer. systems are against us <laughs> it's the revolt <laughs> it's fucking skynet it stays like this that makes me happy to be a gamer let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> i feel good i feel good about everything i, I love my hobby <laughs> that being said, you know a couple games that we got to uh, check out: Desperados Three, which I mentioned earlier. Right. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I haven't finished it yet, but uh, the uh, it's it's not consistent when it comes to uh, detection and action uh, being performed and its timing, right. uh, which can be really fucking infuriating on some of the tougher situations. Yeah, but it it's so far it's it's actually really enjoyable. Yeah, uh, you know I've been enjoying it. The only thing that I don't appreciate is the fact that it clearly seems like it should have been co op the entire fucking time, and it's not. Yeah, but it would have been really that, easy to 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 split up or you know team up and do do certain things instead of having to absolutely. control each character or use the showdown mode. Showdown mode's nice. Uh, it works pretty well. Right. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to trying to initiate simultaneous action. Right. Yeah. But 
It's real easy to accidentally press the wrong fucking button in that game, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listeners, is worth checking out if you have Game Pass, absolutely. So, uh, And uh, Vargo got to play the medium. I have been playing the medium. Uh, I have that on the PC, and I ended up having to pull... I had to pull up Digital Foundry's analysis of it to try and figure out what the hell is going on with that game and why it performs so poorly. Uh it makes some sense there in some aspects, but in others, it's kind of sitting there going, eh, I think it's a little too unoptimized in, in reality when it comes down to things. Um, the only reason really that I can come up with listeners, or with listeners is uh, for why it's not on the Xbox One is mostly to do with the fact that the Xbox One doesn't have a solid state drive and the game heavily depends on streaming in high res textures. So because of the amount of uh, texturing that it's doing between the two different worlds, like we've all played split screen before, you know, we played Gears of War and split screen and that renders just fine, right? You're essentially rendering two different screen or from two different locations in the same play space. And the reason why this one is a slightly more technical in that aspect is the fact that it's rendering two separate worlds at the same time and placing a character two different well, what is really two different characters uh and showing you simultaneous movement with that so because of that it uh you know when you see it you're kind of unappreciative of it you're like oh well you know i don't really i listeners almost the entire time i sat there going i don't really you know understand why this game is considered oh can only be on xbox series uh, i i don't understand that but when I started understanding, like starting seeing like the fact that it's literally streaming all the texturing and shit like that, I'm again, I, I went, oh, okay, so it's literally having to depend directly on the solid state drive. There's no real preloading for it. It's having to load all that information instantaneously. And there are, uh, I've now come across uh, a section where it is going back and forth between one world and the other one instantaneously. So it has to be able to stream in that new information instantly. I went, oh, okay. So they're, they're pulling off some stuff like what we saw. Oh, almost similar to what we saw with, uh, ratchet and clank when they originally showed off the, uh, the portal, uh, technology that they're using, how they were using the solid state drive on the X or the, uh, sorry, the, the PS five to stream in that new information. So they're going from one world to the next world, to the next world, like from one portal to the next portal. And all of that's really being rendered in real time. There's no loading yeah. taking place. That's essentially what's happening on screen with this game. So I go, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Um, I can see why the old hard drives would not be able to do this because the system itself wouldn't have enough memory on it to preload all of that information, hoping that that person interacts this way or interacts the same or, you know, the way that they predicting they're, they're having to predict them to do that. So it creates a interesting, uh, kind of conundrum technically so it made me more appreciative of that having to you know making sure i go back and, and watch like how that's being done i went okay this, that makes a little more sense uh but while you're playing it you don't really have that thought process you're kind of sitting there going eh, you know graphically it's not all that in my opinion it's not all that impressive any in either world uh for me to sit there and go yeah it had to absolutely be next generation but when it does it at the same time and you're going, okay, it's actually rendering two worlds uh, at the same time. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm not getting giving it enough credit. Uh-huh. 
story-wise, it's interesting. Um, there's an intriguing enough story for me to continue playing. It is widely compared to Silent Hill, and it is in the aspect of gameplay and the switching of worlds. But when it comes to creep factor, Silent Hill still kills it. I uh, just uh, it it is not nearly as creepy as uh, what Silent like what you get with Silent Hill. So. Um, it's more along the lines for creep factor. It's more along the lines of like kind of similar to pan's labyrinth hmm. where it's this creepy, it's this creepy kind of world. It's very, it, see, it, it seems very, you know, Guillermo del Toro kind of, uh, more mysterious than to it than uh, horror. Yeah. Silent Hill was more of like, yeah, there's blood stains all over the walls. The walls are all rusted. When, you know, when the world changes over, you have the paint peeling away like they, they went for this is scary as fuck. You got the oh shit alarm. Yeah, <laughs> this this game went for it's creepy and it's intriguing. Nothing beats the oh shit alarm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing beats that. I'm sorry. The moment that siren starts going off, all you, you just like, yeah, we're done. We're done here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. I know uh, you one of the other critiques you had was the uh, the language barrier. Some bad translations in there. Yeah, there's some weird like when you're and this is listeners. This is when you're reading stuff. So like there are portions where you can pick up like newspapers and things like that. And so far it hasn't happened with the majority. I shouldn't say like the majority of stuff I pick up doesn't have an issue. Just a few things here and there. Like uh, there's a newspaper that I picked up and it had full articles uh, on the front page. The detail is high enough that you can read portions of of other articles and one of them was like talking about like you know sneaking up stealth like ninja and i went what the fuck like what where the fuck is this like where, what the fuck does is this translated from and it, well it it's a i think it's a polish developer so part of it makes sense right. <laughs> after that i was like oh, okay that makes a little more sense like i'm sure they probably just did you know Google print, Google translate on, you know, certain sections that people aren't going to necessarily concentrate on, but I'm a details guy listener. I go in and I look at that stuff and I go, okay, I'm the kind of guy who's like, all right, I'm in a non-open area. And I literally explored the front of the hotel for 15 minutes, even though it's a straight shot to the front door. <laughs> so, uh, it has really stiff animations, especially on the close-up shots. The, the lip syncing is terrible. Like there, there are a lot of other little things that kind of take you out of the immersion of the world that it, that, it, that it creates, and that's a bummer. You know, is it worth playing on uh, on the new new consoles? Yeah, it's worth playing. I, I'd say you know, especially if you have Game Pass. I mean, you know, hell, it's included in the service. Why not? Right. Uh, the game gives away fucking achievements like it's confetti. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's a goddamn celebration at the beginning. Like I, I was getting, I was literally getting like a, an achievement, like every 10 minutes, miles was listening to me like, and another achievement and another achievement. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, and it's for, it was at the beginning. It was like for doing mundane things. Like you fed the cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. Bet I can't get uh, this in real life. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't get an achievement when I feed my animals. Oh, what the fuck? Um, this is bullshit. Well, I mean, they get to live for another day. I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> it's an achievement, uh, and that you don't have to pay additional medical bills or you know, cremation costs. I guess. Um. So, for those of you who are out there going, I don't understand why this isn't on the Xbox One. Well, I I feel you. I get it. Um. 
but there are some technical things going on and could they have could they have downplayed a lot of technology and stuff to to roll it back to to the current or to the last gen probably uh, i think they probably could have figured out a way to do it it would have looked immensely worse visually to do that and they probably would have had to sacrifice certain things that they're that are on the current gen uh right now um especially the the section that i was talking about where it's switching back and forth uh very quickly i'm sure that that would that would probably be something that they'd have to go all right well this doesn't run well on last generation we're gonna have to change this for the game just so it runs so it runs on this performance wise though on the like overall especially on the pc like this game feels vastly unoptimized for a lot of things um and some people suggest oh well it's a limitation of your you know the solid state drives that are in current systems and i'm like i don't think so because i've seen people crank this thing up all their settings, everything, all the way up on the brand new RTX 3080 cards or 3090 cards, and it will not hit 60 frames per second. And that is fucking weird. Uh, especially for this game. Like when you see it visually, you like even when it's not like when it's just a a single screen on there, when things won't hit uh, 60 frames per second, just won't do it. It's just kind of like, well, this feels like it's probably pretty unoptimized. You guys didn't really do the full polish that you could have to make this run better. But, you know, it is what it is. I got it. You know, they had a recent update and the performance went up a little bit better for my uh, my system, which was great. Um, so they're definitely working on that. They've also come across some other issues, some other technical issues that people brought, in a, or brought up in uh, Digital Foundry brought up one of them and told the or actually contacted the developer or directly to let them know about the issue. And the developer said, thanks. Well, actually we're going to start looking, looking into this and see if we can fix it. So the upside is that you have a developer that is actively trying to make sure that the game uh, ends up running better. Does that make this game a broken game? No, this is probably one of the most polished games I've seen in a while <laughs> just because, just because of the fact that on release it ran. And right. comparatively to some other bigger titles out there, uh, and this is a small. Granted, this is a small studio working on this stuff. Uh, they did a they did a bang up job for what they had, especially for a release date. And the fact that they're still working on it is, you know, thumbs up to them. Right. So, how's it comparing quality with uh, Blair Witch? Because that was their last game. Um, I would say the Blair Witch is, as well. The the Blair Witch is a better title. In my opinion, yeah, it's I was more say, fun. You and Anderson were saying that Blair Witch was way better. Um, it is uh, from a technical aspect, uh, the Blair Witch is just really aesthetically cool, and they managed to make an experience within. And I know a lot of people bag on the Blair Witch. I I actually enjoy the idea behind the Blair Witch. It's a you know I don't really enjoy the first movie. Uh, or even the second one, but the ideas or any that are represented in there, horror wise, yeah. The well, even the the most recent one was actually not that bad. Um, I didn't know they made another, but yeah, it's uh, it was really called uh, I, uh originally titled uh, the Woods or Into the Woods. Uh, um, ended up just just be calling the uh, the Blair Witch, but uh, the ideas around the Blair Witch and stuff like that, the horror ideas around them are very creepy, very cool. And they brought that to life in the game. And I thought that the game was actually done very well. Nice. Um, had a couple of technical issues when I first played it in the game because I got the game on release. 
but it was worth a playthrough and right. I felt like it was, it was even worth a buy. And yeah. uh, comparatively, this one is, I don't know if I'd put it in the buy category right away. Um, it is not, uh, it's, it's just, I don't know, something about, something about it just kind of makes me go, eh, it, you know, it's, it's good. It's not something I would sit there and go, it's, it's a have to, have to play. Like you have to buy it. Right. Kind right. of thing. It's one of those things. If, if, if you have game pass, absolutely give it a shot, play it. Right. It's, it's worth the playthrough. It's worth the achievements. It's worth going through that. Yeah. Uh, if you are looking at buying it right now, eh, wait for it to drop five bucks, maybe, right. maybe five, $10 and then buy it. Um, is this the game that's really going to show off the current generation systems and your high, you know, your, your high end PC? No, uh, it's not, it's not going to show that off at all. In fact, most people won't even know what's going on in the background with the game at all. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, when you, when you play it, you'll literally just kind of sit there and be like, you know, the, like you'll have the same thought process. And that's, that's what I was trying to, trying to say was like, you'll have the same thought process of like, I don't understand why this isn't on last generation. Like Miles heard me say it multiple times. Yeah. Like I, I sat there going, I don't understand why this game has so many technical issues and why it's like, why it's not on the, the previous generation. Like there, I don't see anything so high end that it's not possible on our older consoles. And it wasn't, and it, it was simply because I don't, I, I wasn't really appreciating the, the double world aspect of it and the double rendering that was taking place. I mean, you have, you know, when, when it's doing that, it's literally taking up, you know, two times the memory that it would normally to do that. It's usually having to, it's running to have two different screens on the same screen with different anti-aliasing and different, you know, different uh, uh, geometry taking place in that, in that area. And both areas geometry that's taking place in there affects each other. It's a weird thing that's, that's going on, which is kind of why they, they, they talk that up. And that's why, I have to say, like in the ACG review, when he brought that up and said, well, you know, been, you know, I don't see what the big deal is. It's because he doesn't understand the same thing that I didn't understand at the time or didn't really think of at the time when what's with, with what's going on with that split screen. It's not showing a split screen like in co-op where you're having two people looking at the same things that are being rendered across the entire the entire plane. It's not it's having to render two different, completely different areas. You know, you don't have, uh, you know, in, in most split screen on, you know, especially on screen, you don't have it where it's rendering uh, a completely different level from the other person. So, <laughs> and that's what's happening. In this. Right. Right. Uh, only it's you playing both characters. Right. So when you take that into account, like, okay, yeah, it actually, it actually shows off the capabilities. It's showing off more of the capabilities of the, of the solid state drive than anything <laughs> in that system, uh, which is cool. But uh, it's not going to be the thing that makes people go, oh, I have to buy an Xbox. And that's the downside is because this is the first, truly the first current gen title that is only available on current gen systems. They should really consider bringing it over eventually to the PS5, especially since, uh, you know, it's kind of a similar situation with uh, like Cuphead. Yeah. So, you know how Cuphead you know, they developed it for, just for the Xbox, but it had nothing to do with the fact that Microsoft owned them. It had everything to do with the fact that Microsoft invested in their company. They gave them, they, they essentially gave them free licensing for, for their console and said, yeah, just make right. it for the Xbox and the, and the PC. And, you know, we're, we're, we're good. We, we, we just want to see you guys make something truly special. And this is amazing. 
So if it's on our platform, that's, you know, what, what better reason should we have to invest in you? And, uh, uh eventually and go ahead. one of the, the great things with Microsoft is how much, uh, they actually pour into the, the smaller developers Yeah, and, you know, give them the tools to do so. Absolutely. Uh, Microsoft kind of had that. I think Microsoft had that kind of realization, that turnaround moment of like, oh shit, you know, we've gotten too corporate, uh, in our gaming divisions and we aren't letting, uh, these, we aren't inviting these developers in and we've kind of lost sight of how the indie crowd has become uh, pretty much the future of the gaming industry. Uh, and these guys can be truly creative with us. So we should, we should really look into that. That's why, you know, that's kind of what started that whole, uh, indie at Xbox. Uh, division and uh it's it's been a smart move it's been something that's paid off for him so you know much similar to to how cuphead worked that's how this this studio uh blooper uh, or bloober bloober yeah <laughs> it's b not a p um that's how they their relationship with microsoft has gone about of yeah you guys are willing to invest in us we're willing to invest in you kind of thing you know and i think sony kind of needs to look at that and go, Hey, you know, they, that's a good, a good idea. We should probably do the same thing and see if we can help out other companies. And I'm hoping that that's what ends up happening with atomic heart. Cause I really don't want atomic heart to be owned by a 10 cent. That, that <laughs> last, uh, Ray trace, uh, trailer looked fucking great. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see, you know, these developer, these big corporations kind of look at, look at these smaller companies as, Hey, you know, it's, it's a good idea to invest in these guys. You know, they, they're creating something unique and special. And if we can invest in them and it becomes exclusive to us just to, as a result, you know, as a byproduct, it's not exactly like we're paying for the contract. We're not paying for exclusivity. We're just, we have a mutual, uh, agreement kind of deal, but given, you know, given how this, how this showed off, I'm kind of curious how, uh, PlayStation's own, uh, returnal is going to work out for them is that gonna you know is that gonna cause are people gonna look at returnal and go i don't understand why this is this isn't on the ps4 uh i because i know there's gonna be you know reasons for why it's gonna be on the ps5 not just because they want to move people over to ps5 i'm sure that's part of it but at the same time when you don't have a big enough audience are there things technically going on within the game that prevent it from being on last generation and is that why these some of these games are just not going to be available on last generation, or it's impossible for these games to be on, you know, last generation? Like right. uh, I'm starting to wonder that with All Stars, uh, this direction All Stars. I'm starting to wonder if there's anything in that game that's that functions uh, that prevents it from being on last generation. If that's the reason why, then it's kind of like, well, we really had hoped that our consoles were going to be in more homes, and that's not the case. Right. Right. But we still have release schedules that we have to. To stick to yeah. anything else they came out with uh, another trailer for uh another dlc for eso uh yeah. th- their trailers are always really fucking cool <laughs> it's a shame that their games aren't as equally cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that being said it it does what it's intended to do and it makes me kind of want to jump back into it briefly like I, I haven't played it in four years five years can't even remember now um and uh because i guess it's gonna have like a companion system now so you kind of ignore everybody and go solo i guess most of the shit that's cool i don't know um so it would almost turns into its own elder scrolls like adventure but um i know warframe has another uh 
quest line starting up soon. Uh, yeah. I didn't read too much into it, but it's going to be. They already have one. I think, uh, up right I think it's replacing the uh, the glass maker content. Mm. So. Oh, OK, um, I got gotcha. you. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. Uh, and and there was I guess there was there was some recent hype over, you know, Elder Scrolls being pushed and we to like 2023 and they don't know uh, when it's going to come out this that and the other and I'm sitting there going like I'm more interested in Obsidian's Avowed I was like because that sounds like it's going to be the, the legitimate replacement for Elder Scrolls yeah that sounds like it's going <laughs> to be what's what we're actually wanting uh, in all reality yeah and just you know from a company that I can stand yeah right now I'm still <laughs> concerned about Starfield and that's not we haven't seen anything from it that's it's right. not going to happen and I'm still yeah. <laughs> I'm cons- yeah, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that game's even going to be made based off of everything that you know Bethesda keeps doing and some of the stupid shit that they do. Yeah, especially with seventy six. And we we recently yeah. got the uh, the official release date for Biomutants again. Uh, that's gonna be <laughs> May twenty fifth. So yeah, let's really excited. Uh, looking forward yeah, to that. We need to talk about that. I was reading next in- week. Yeah, because yeah. we could go into depth of that one. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, listeners. I read an entire article yesterday, and you know, talked about the good talking points from uh, from their uh, studio head uh, with the guys. It all sounds very promising. We're really, you know, it is very hopeful for it. Uh Um, But we're still staying quelled for it. We we still don't know if it's going to end up being as good as they're they're turning up to be because we've been lied to so many. We've been lied to so many times at this point. But it is impressive. That you said this is a this is a twenty man team. Yeah, yeah twenty people it. made this game, so it's pretty understandable why it's taken as long as it has. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. that's why uh, next week when we we gotta talk about it next week because there's so much cool shit that it, it could be its own fucking podcast because there's just so much. When awesome I heard twenty man did. team, I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna have to make sure I put this in my small studio category for a game of the year if it's as good <laughs> right. as if if it's as good as I'm hoping it would be. Right. So. I think that kind of wraps up uh, everything that's been going on for the week, right? You 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 watched uh, the little things. Uh, I'll eventually get around to to watching it. Um, we can review it next uh, week. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can review it next week. Out. I'd rather I'd rather we we review it next week and then we can have a discussion about it. Yeah, I need to check this uh, out apparently because it kind of it kind of deserves to have that this that spoiler discussion really. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. In my opinion, just because. Uh, it creates this interesting kind of uh, moral quandary from the story. Nice, but um, yeah, listeners. Uh, I but I do I I can say from this podcast, definitely go on to uh, if you have HBO Max, definitely give it a shot. Uh, give it a watch. Um, I'm usually not really into a lot of detective movies, but this is one of those ones where I had to give it a watch. I mean, it's, De- it's Denzel Washington, so of course I was going to watch it. Uh, but it's got a great cast. Uh, it's very well acted and uh you'll you'll be sitting there going man what the fuck like the this is this is the kind of crime movies that you enjoy mostly because it takes place in a different era <laughs> i think modern day crime movies kind of suck right <laughs> to be honest because we have all these forensics and all this stuff and we have csi and all that yeah, bullshit. it loses its grittiness exactly and there's something to be said for a movie that takes place, you know, back in the 70s into the 80s. And you're like, all right, well, this is a, a, a really gritty time to, to have to deal with this kind of stuff. Right. So give it a watch. It's absolutely worth watching. Uh, 
especially if you have those services. Uh, if you don't have those services, I would recommend uh, signing up for either the free trial or uh, even just a month uh, just to check it out. It's it's more worth watching than uh, Wonder Woman. So, <laughs> Listeners, thank you for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. Please go on Facebook, like us on Facebook, or get rid of all your social media. It's really a good idea. It's good for your mental health. It's just you know good overall for the world, <laughs> I feel. Right. Tell your friends about us. It's pretty much the only way we get around. This is Vargo. Miles. This is Loach. <laughs> Keep on geeking on. We're out. You see, it was fine. Everything was fine. <laughs> nobody's got, talking to you. You got pissed off for no reason. Nobody's talking to you. <laughs> you fucking big I'm baby. not talking to you. Rest of the day, no one's talking to you. <laughs> fucking asshole. can't believe that. <laughs> I love you. There's a girl in the backyard banging on her drum Sitting in a junk pile laughing at the sun Singing, ah, 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 I just want to be a rock star There's a boy in the backseat singing to this song Playing on the radio knowing he's the one Singing, ah, 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 I just want to be a rock star Singing, ah There's a girl in the treetop looking at the stars Waiting for a touchdown coming in from Mars Thinking, is there anybody out there? There's a boy thinking of her playing his guitar Searching for the answer buried in his heart Take a ticket and get off the line. Take a ticket and get off the line. So take a ticket and get off the line. Take a ticket.